We are back with another Monday motivation in your feed. Today, I am chatting with Samantha Galliano. She is our Director of Human Resources here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you, Sarah. It's great to be here. Awesome having you here. Now, fun story that I feel like I have to tell for the podcast. Sam was one of the first people that I met when I started here at Ritter, literally one of three women in my initial interview. And that was both a very cool experience, also slightly terrifying, because I came from radio, not a whole lot of women there. And then I had an interview with three women who, when I checked out their LinkedIn profiles, I remember being really impressed by their resumes. But yes, it was a little terrifying sitting down with three women who were so well experienced in their fields at the time. But that is enough about me and the story of how Sam and I first met. Sam, can you tell us a little bit more about what you do here at Ritter? Absolutely. So as the Director of Human Resources, I pretty much oversee the entire spectrum of our employee life cycle. So from the moment a person is interested in working here, to interviewing, to getting them onboarded as an employee through their entire employment history, whether that's looking at their growth plans, whether that's their pay and compensation, their benefit package, um, looking at ways we can encourage and grow them, looking all the way through when their time at Ritter has ended. Um, I come at this with the understanding that most people are not going to retire from Ritter. So Ritter is a a stepping stone for a lot of people. Um, Looking at that life cycle, when we have people leave Ritter, my job does not end. I deal with those employees even after they have left Ritter. And then I think also boomerang employees are really exciting because they are people that have worked at Ritter, Mm -hmm. have left to go on to different experiences, and then circle back and come back to do something new and different here. Right. And for me, I can't imagine anyone ever wanting to leave, but that's because I think I came from a background where companies were run a little bit differently than how things are run here. And I remember when I first came here kind of thinking, oh, this is how a company is supposed to supposed to be run. So it's always kind of interesting, you know, when you have those people who, yes, they come, they stay for a season and then they they go. Um, but I, I always have that feeling, you know, in the back of my heart that they might get to that other other job and, you know, miss what we have here at Ritter. A lot of times I'll say, you know, people can outgrow positions and positions can outgrow people, especially in a company like Ritter that's constantly growing. Mm -hmm. So it's understandable that people have new opportunities come to them. Let's be honest, not everybody thought, I am going to be in the insurance industry. (laughs) I don't have a lot of people that come through the door that say, you know what, I went to school for insurance. Like, there's no insurance degree. (laughs) So most of the people that come through this building, weren't planning on coming into the insurance industry or had no idea what the insurance industry had to offer. Mm -hmm. So to be able to add skills and competencies onto their resume Mm -hmm. within the insurance field, a lot of them have gone on to do other things in insurance that just Mm -hmm. aren't directly with Ritter. Right, right. One of the things that I think of when I do think of HR and having to deal with everything that goes on kind of behind the scenes 
it seems like anything can really happen in your work day. How in listeners probably know that I, I track in anxiety and all of those fun things. But how do you prepare for a work day when literally anything can happen and you have to be this calm, collected face of authority, but also understanding? That's a great question. First of all, I'll start my day with coffee or hot tea to get a little bit of boost ready for the day. Because you're right, you don't know what's going to come through that door. So much of what human resources is focused on is people. Mm -hmm. And people aren't just coming to work to work. While we would love if that was just the scope of what (laughs) we're dealing with, people have lives outside of these walls. And there's so much that goes into each person's unique personality Mm -hmm. and what they're going through themselves, what they're going through health-wise, mentally, Mm -hmm. what they're dealing with with their families, What's their driving force? What's their why? That's something that we've talked about a lot in our department Mm -hmm. is people's (laughs) whiffum. What's in it for me is what that stands for. So when you're coming into the day, you really don't know what you're going to come across. We have, you know, some of the things that are regular standards. Like we know we have to process payroll every other Wednesday. (laughs) Those are easy things to plan for. You block out your day, but you never know what an employee is going to come to you with. So I think part of that is just being able to listen. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the first and foremost, listen to what the problem is. And I think that that can be applied to any situation that comes to you where you don't exactly know what's coming out of that. Take a moment and listen, fully listen to what's going on Mm -hmm. so that you can analyze the situation, have a response that is thought through, Mm -hmm. something that is helpful to the situation, not reactive. Um, So I think that's something that I um, really try to focus on. Samantha means listener, by the way. Wow. Uh, So So. just a little tidbit there. So, you know, that's something where I think whatever situation comes up, listening and really fully understanding the situation before making a knee-jerk reaction. Another thing that I try to do is put myself in their shoes, So when somebody has an issue, even if it's something that seems very minor to me or something that I've been through in my life and you just want to say, like, get over yourself (laughs) or you know what? Can we look at the bigger picture here? Putting myself in those shoes. A lot of times it's somebody who's new to the workforce or someone who's never dealt with this situation before. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting to their level and connecting with them on why something's important to them and Mm -hmm. why it's a challenge for them. And helping them work through the problem together, mm-hmm. helping them see what the answer can be, not giving them the answer, is going to help in their growth to understand how to handle this next time around. Okay. So those are some of the things that I do to just help when a new situation arises that you don't know where it's going to lead. Right. And I think there are a lot of parallels in what you just said with how an insurance agent might find themselves in a situation with a client who comes in and they have some of those same issues, a health-related issue, a mental health-related issue, and they need help navigating that. Those are skills that very much so cross over and can work in those same types of, of situations. We have talked about a lot of different methods and strategies, tips and tricks to kind of 
go about your business, go about your day, selling all of those things. One of mine that I recently talked about was eating the frog first thing in the morning to attack the hardest, most difficult task that you have first thing and you kind of ride that success then for the rest of the day. Are there any methods or mindsets that you have that you swear by? So I've just started this within maybe the last two weeks. Okay. And what my goal is, is to get my mind in a positive space Mm -hmm. before starting my day. So what I've been doing is I have actually been listening to comedy clips on the way to work. I have replaced my usual music and morning show with a comedy station on Pandora. My commute's only 10 minutes. Okay. So listening to, you know, a significant podcast, listening to something that a book being read, mm-hmm. 10 minutes, it's just not enough to really get into any of those things. Right. But if I listen to some comedy clips, mm-hmm. it's just a couple of minutes for, you know, a couple of different ones. Mm-hmm. It gets me laughing first thing mm-hmm. in the day. It gets positive endorphins flowing. It gets me smiling. Okay. I'm not a morning person. So to get <laughs> my blood flowing, I have found that, especially on days where I really struggle to mm-hmm. get moving and get in a positive headspace, right. listening to a little bit of comedy in the morning mm-hmm. where I am laughing out loud in my car to myself has just put me in a completely different headspace. Right. So I know it's not typical. <laughs> but It's not. But you know, it, it tracks because I think anyone here at Ritter or anyone in any of our other companies or carriers that have interacted with you, I think of you as a very, very funny person. I think you, Thank have, you. <laughs> I think you have a very good sense of humor, very witty. So it kind of tracks for your personality that that would be something that you do first thing in the morning. But it's honestly something I've never heard of that as a strategy before. So that's awesome. You've brought something completely new and different to to the podcast. Oh, well, there so, you go. Thank you for that. Absolutely. So do you have any favorite comedians or anything that you can recommend? So like I said, I have literally only started doing this the last two weeks. Okay. So I think you just have to find something that resonates with you. Okay. Everybody has different humor, you know, humor that I wouldn't admit that I laugh at. I do. Um, So I find that kind of almost like art, like it's kind of personal to you. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say I have any one comedian. I like to rotate it. Okay. I like a lot of humor that deals with kids because Usually what they're joking around about is spot on when I'm raising an almost 13-year-old, 10-year-old, and 5-year-old. Those are things that really resonate with me and hit home, so I like those jokes a lot more. So I tend to seek those out. But, you know, as far as recommendations, it's more like a personal choice of what you find funny. Okay. It's funny that you mentioned kid humor because my daughter, the latest thing that she loves to do is remind me that I was born in the 1900s, <laughs> which on- only a child could come up with that and be able to, you know, deliver deliver that zing. But yeah, there are a lot of things that they just because I don't know, I don't I don't want to speak for for your kids, but I know as far as mine goes, the filter. The filter hasn't quite come in yet. <laughs> uh, my oldest is turning 13, and he knows how to get me better than anybody nice. because his humor 
is exactly like mine. So okay. to see that reflection in a miniature person is really eye-opening. <laughs> Scary, but at the same time, you know, kind of like, oh, I did a good job with that one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I really am funny. He's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So as far as self-care goes, I know uh, one of my favorite things is absolutely painting my nails. Let's talk about one of the more interesting perks that we have here at Ritter that people probably might never have experienced at work, chair massages. Where did chair massages, first maybe tell us a little bit more about what they are, but also um, where that even came from. So chair massages, we pretty much bring in several therapists here to the office. They set up their therapist chair. And everybody gets a 15-minute time slot to relax and get a back massage. We did this pretty much as soon as I started. We had been doing it. I mean, Craig, Dave, and Scott have always been focused on employees. I had also done it in my previous job as well. So it was something where I could always see the, the love from employees when they had the opportunity to get just that little break, that little relaxation, Mm -hmm. that touch to relieve stress Mm -hmm. and get them in a different headspace. We brought chair massages on pretty much as soon as I started. I think they had done them a couple of times before I I had even come along. But it was definitely something that we made a point to continue even as we expanded. So now when we do it, we have to have about, I think, five therapists in at one time just to handle the sheer volume of employees that we have. But it's something that a lot of people love and we will continue to do because it's part of my budget and I like them. So (laughs) we'll keep doing them. And we really, we do enjoy having them here. I will say that anytime there are extra chair massages available, it is often a scramble to get to the computer and hit reply fast enough that you want to grab one of those open spots. So another thing that we have here at Ritter, as we're kind of talking a little bit more about self-care and ways that you can kind of focus on yourself or on your employees, one of the things we have here is a Zen room. Is that something that you had a hand in bringing about or how did that come to be here at Ritter? The Zen room Mm -hmm. was part of the recommendations that we got from staff. So when we were putting this new building together, there were people that said, oh, we should have a track on the and a a pool on the the roof. Um, There were people that said we should. (laughs) I was one of those people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, physics says no. (laughs) So other people made recommendations. This whole recording studio that you have was based on recommendations from employees. I think that's one thing that We were very deliberate when we were coming into this new space. Mm -hmm. What do we need from a business perspective and what do employees want? So the Zen Room really came from people saying, I want a quiet spot. I want some place where there's low lighting. I want some place where I can get away from the noise of the cubicles or the, the craziness of these meetings. So we created the Zen Room to be just that, a quiet soothing atmosphere Mm -hmm. where you can just go take your 15 minute break decompress before you come back to continue working right right and sometimes busy anyone doesn't you don't necessarily need to be a parent not a parent to know and realize that sometimes you just have to kind of hit pause and 
I know something that I sometimes do at home is I will lay down for a certain amount of time, maybe 12 to 17 minutes. I will close my eyes, not with the intention of falling asleep, although sometimes that does happen. (laughs) It's with the intention of just quiet and kind of zoning everything out when it gets a little overwhelming because... It does. And I think one of the things that I like about some of the ideas that you've mentioned and what goes on here at Ritter, first and foremost, is really if you're listening as an agency owner, to make sure that you're listening to your employees. When you're talking with your different clients, making sure that you are getting the information from them on what they want and what they need and, you know, going back to listening, actively listening and making sure that you're bringing almost a holistic presence to your different appointments. But Sam, I want to say thank you so much for joining us here today. I think you have brought some really wonderful knowledge and some great tips and methods that we can kind of try out for ourselves to take on the day, take on the week in a new and different way. Thanks for having me. Thank you. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Design by Nick Smith. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Rate and review our show on Apple or Spotify. And follow along with us wherever you get your podcasts.